The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Dave Cantor. Former directors of Richmond's Office of Community Wealth Building spoke Sunday at the Institute of Contemporary Art. Richmond's Deputy Chief Administrative Officer Reggie Garden and University of Richmond Professor Thad Williamson discussed wealth building efforts ahead of Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Patrick Larson has more. Williamson and Gordon responded to an MLK Jr. quote about believing people can have both their earthly and spiritual needs met. Gordon said the quote summarizes Richmond's wealth building goals, meeting people's basic needs first. So people will say, how can I focus on learning in school when I'm hungry? You can have all the programs in the world, but if there's no stability with this food insecurity in that household, that'll be the challenge. Williamson said the quote is a caution against defining people by their deficits. The courage and commitment and creativity of of people living in Gilpin and and Creighton needs to be recognized and and celebrated and lifted up. And and that's, you know, part of why we call it community wealth building, you know, and not simply anti-poverty. The number of people living below the poverty line in Richmond has decreased from 26 to 19 percent since the wealth building office was created eight years ago. Both speakers said there's more work ahead and encouraged area organizations and residents to collaborate with each other as well as the city. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A lawsuit claims voters have been disenfranchised by the quick turnaround special election filled the seat of the late Congressman Donald McEachin. The State Board of Elections and Democratic Party of Virginia are both named in the suit. Democrats' December Firehouse primary, which counted eight voting locations across 15 cities and counties, is the focus. University of Richmond law professor Hank Chambers says the state will likely argue there was an urgent need to fill the seat that compressed the timeline. The question the judge is going to have to ask is, well, were there were too many corners cut? Were too many folks unable to vote? The case will be heard in federal court Wednesday. The special election between Democrat Jennifer McClellan and Republican Leon Benjamin is set for February 21st. A new roof is slated to be installed on Fox Elementary starting next month after a fire partially destroyed the building about a year ago. A new design for the renovated school is also underway. And as Megan Polly with VPM News reports, members of the community got a preview of the design last week. Historical design elements of the original 1911 school, like the molding and trim, will be preserved. But the floor plan is being adjusted to rethink some things, like outdated boiler rooms and oversized bathrooms. The draft design features larger classrooms, a new outside athletics space, and new music rooms. Third-grade Fox student James Shirley is excited about the new plans. I'm a bassist, drummer, and guitarist, so I love music. His little sister Nadine, a first-grader at Fox, wants to see a ginormous playground. Monkey bars and slides and swings. Richmond Public Schools expects final designs by April. After the roof is on and the design is approved, the district will then begin to move forward with reconstruction. Megan Pauley, VPM News.
The Virginia Aquarium and Marine Science Center in Virginia Beach is about 40 years old, and both plans to renovate the city-owned space come with a significant price tag. Complicating matters is what to do with the 250 species of animals during construction. A $200 million expansion over the next 10 years would allow the Science Center's animals to stay put, according to the Virginian pilot, but an alternate proposal that would cost about half as much and only renovate existing space would mean closing the center and relocating the animals. A city-funded feasibility study found either plan could increase traffic at the Science Center, which last fiscal year hosted about 600,000 visitors. The Great Dismal Swamp, which straddles the Virginian-North Carolina border near Suffolk and hosts wildlife, as well as being the site of notable American history, could become a national heritage area. President Joe Biden recently signed the Great Dismal Swamp National Heritage Area Act. Now the Secretary of the Interior will assess whether that designation is feasible. Senator Tim Kaine explained the area's importance during a press call last week. It was a home for years for people who uh, were escaping oppression and slavery. Uh, Nansum and Indians uh, had significant presence, and many uh, who escaped slavery in the South went into the Dismal Swamp and formed small communities there. If the Secretary of the Interior moves ahead, the Great Dismal Swamp would be supported by the National Park Service, but local ownership and decision-making would be retained. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. PM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.